Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. As you know, you put down a deposit, you can get up to $1,000 in free plays. That simple, that easy. All right, now we're going to take our in-depth look of the Arizona football team to the defensive side of the ball right now. And why don't we just start with the defensive line? And let's be honest, since Scooby Wright was here, it feels like Arizona has been unable to mount really any form of a pass rush, any form of a consistent pass rush without bringing just blitz after blitz after blitz. But this downline at least has some interesting possibilities to it. And let's start, obviously, with the guy in the middle, Keon Bars. Now, Bars missed I missed all of uh, spring football, but he is without question the best player, at least on paper, on the defensive line. Finished last year with five sacks in the last 10 games and goes into this year with a lot of hype. If he's healthy, he should be somebody that can shoot the passing gaps a little bit, also create some problems in the run. Arizona needs a big season out of him, period. They just need him to play incredibly well, and I'm guessing that he will play well, and we'll see where it goes from there. Lining up next to him, at least initially, will be Paris Shand. Um, got a little bit of burn late in the season. It'll be fascinating to see what he can do. He's certainly a, uh, a talented guy. Physically, he's pretty good, but you kind of wonder, you know, what can he do? Because there hasn't been a ton of production there, but you got to start with production somewhere. So those are right now, those are the two defensive tackles. They're going to be flanked on both sides by Jalen Harris, who everybody knows son of Arizona football royalty, uh, Sean Harris and uh, Sharon Harris. And he looks the part. He's always been a tantalizing guy for defensive coordinators throughout uh, his career. He's just never really been able to put it together. Now, if he can put it together and maybe even get into that six or seven sack realm, all of a sudden you're dealing with a guy that, um, you know, could really kind of change the trajectory for the Arizona, Arizona football on the defensive side. It just remains to be seen. A lot of people are taking a, uh, take it by, uh, Take it by minute approach, and we'll see what the deal is there with Jalen Harris. But again, a very talented guy, a good kid, has put on a lot of weight, has done it the right way. So we'll see what that one, uh, we'll see how that plays out. Arizona needs him to be good, though. And Hunter Eccles is going to be the other pass rusher. Eccles was the best pass rusher in all of uh, spring camp. He was everywhere, pretty much. Now, again... Who knows exactly how much of that is that is that he's good. He was going against an Arizona offensive line that was maybe a little bit overmatched. Who knows? But he was also able to bring that into the spring game as well. And that's what you're hoping for. Can he be that guy? Because it's been so long since Arizona's had somebody that's been able to kind of flirt with that double-digit sack plateau. You got between Jalen Harris, between Keon Bars and Hunter Eccles, I think you're hoping that someone in there can get there. Now, I think Bars, is, if he can stay healthy, is probably a pretty legitimate uh, possibility to be able to continue to build. But between Eccles and Harris, it would behoove Arizona greatly if one of those players could become that next-level guy right there. Now, backing up these players, you've obviously got a few different pl- – you've got a couple different options right there. You've got Teolai Sevea from UCLA, ex-four-star kid – he is, he's a big dude, 
And my guess is that if Paris Chan isn't quite up to it, that he'll get that look in there at that defensive tackle position. Again, very talented. It'll be interesting to see what he can really do, though. Can he take his game to the next level? But, you know, as you look at it, always you always take a four-star kid, especially he's one year out of high school. He's got uh, he's familiar with Johnny Nansen, obviously, from his time at UCLA. And you'll see what could be next. Jason Harris, what what can you say about him? He's six foot seven. He's a monster kid. He's gotten a lot bigger. He's still very angular. And I think that that's something that's always going to be maybe a little bit of an issue. But again, he's talented. He was a four-star kid, comes from incredibly good football background. What can he do next then? Can he take his game to that next level there? Can he be that guy? And I think a lot of people are waiting to see what he can do. My question with him has always just been physically, where is he at as far as weight? Because you very rarely see guys that are as tall as him and the ones that are as tall as him, it's difficult for them to get leverage. And if it is a Calais Campbell, they're naturally a thicker person to begin with. So Jason Harris, Obviously, got to keep an eye on at that backup spot, as is J.B. Brown. J.B. Brown has been around forever, it seems. And the one thing about J.B. Brown is that he is a reliable reserve. And this year won't be anyth- year, anything different. You don't take players like J.B. Brown for granted. Okay. Now, one thing you also shouldn't take for granted is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. You put down... Five bu- or you put down a deposit, you can get up to $1,000 in free plays. 21 and up, Arizona only. You got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you all taken care of again. But the DraftKings Sportsbook app is where it's at, and you've got all the things right now. Football, basketball, not here yet. But heck, why not put your toes in the water a little bit of baseball? Uh, baseball. You got some UFC Keep everything going until the DraftKings Sportsbook app comes back around. All right, now let's talk at the linebacker position because, again, running a 4-2-5, so that makes it a little bit uh, different. Obviously, you don't have a ton of uh, players that can play two spots at the linebacker. Now, granted, you can get flexible, and we'll get into that in a minute. But at the linebacker spot, you really, really would like Jerry Roberts to emerge. He, He had his moments last year. He had a game where he had ten. He had ten tackles, uh, ta- uh, one and a half tackles for loss against Utah. But as a as an upperclassman, can he be consistent? Can he be somebody that when the defense is funneling guys to you, can he get that hundred tackles? He's going to have every opportunity to be able to do that. He certainly flashed last year. I think the coaching staff feels pretty good about him as well. So. It's going to be a big year for him. There's going to be a lot of eyes on him as well. And the other one, Malik Reed. Uh, another kid out of Chandler. Big dude, 6'3", 230. Very, uh, very well put together. Looked the part coming out. Obviously went to Wisconsin for a year. Transferred back here to Arizona. Total unknown, really, on the field. But he's always physically been a big kid and... Well, we're going to find out what kind of instincts he's got because, again, pretty talented guy out there. And if you're Arizona, you need one of those two guys to emerge. As preferably Jerry, Rob, preferably Jerry Roberts, mainly because of what he was able to show last year. And then at the backup spots, you got an Anthony Solomon, Michigan transfer. Not the biggest dude in the world, but 
Again, a Michigan transfer, an ex-highly rated guy. So he's going to get an opportunity. And Sterling Lane, you don't really know exactly where Lane fits in here because, again, he is pretty much, uh, you know, he's a freshman. Is he going to fall into a pass rusher role? Is he going to be a run stopper? Is he going to be a little bit of both? I think everybody's trying to figure out what where he fits in. But he's a big kid. He's explosive. One of the highest rated kids in the entire recruiting class for Jed Fish. So another guy to certainly keep an eye on right there. Um, probably a back skier, but I think the coaching staff has big thoughts for him. Okay. Now, a couple other things too. As you know, Four Peaks Brewery is right uh, is now the official, uh, official beer of PHNX. Go to Go to uh, go PHNX. You can get in there for a raffle for all kinds of good stuff going on. This partnership is fantastic. And again, one other thing to remind you about FOCO. This is where you go and you can get all the best licensed memorabilia, merchandise. Again, it's licensed, fat heads, cards, anything you want. They pretty much have it. Again, um, partnering with PHNX. Check it out. That's another place that you want to get a lot for any any sports person. This is kind of your one-stop shop, so check it out. Okay. Now, looking at the secondary, you're going to be employing you're going to be putting four there uh, five different guys out there. So, let's talk about it first. Christian Roland Wallace has been a stalwart of that Arizona secondary for the last couple years. And he's a good player. He's not a great player. I don't know if he's an NFL guy, probably not. Doesn't have great back end speed, but he's physical. He's he's physical. He is able to jam at the line. He will benefit greatly if there is a pass rush, but you can pencil him in there to be able to play as many snaps as possible. Coaching staff likes him, and uh, multiple coaching staffs now have liked him. He's uh, I don't know if he's all conference, but if he were to kind of get into that mention area, I don't think it would surprise anybody. And then... The other uh, other cornerback, obviously, to keep an eye on, Traden Stukes. Coaching staff likes him. And what do you know about and with the, this coaching staff? They're going to play the guys that they work hardest and are looking to get out there and play. He was lightly recruited, obviously. He's earned a scholarship now. Was kind of, I don't want to say a ball hawk. That's too strong of a term. But he was very instinctual last year. Got his hands around a lot of passes. Can he make that next step? Can he make that next play? And will he be able to hold up over a year? Because it's easy to find guys that can hold up for, you know, a couple games. You can mask him. What's he going to be, though, when the lights are on and he's playing an entire season? Is he physically talented enough? We're going to find that out. But if he is, then you've got a staple in your secondary then for the next couple years. Now, at the safety positions, then Jackson Turner, one of the best athletes on the team, he came in and... He could have been a basketball player. He could have walked on at the U of A. He could have probably been a scholarship guy at Washington State or Oregon State, one of those places. But he's obviously playing football. Bigger dude at about 6'2", can really run. One of the players that just kind of pops off at you looking out there on the field just from an athleticism perspective. So we'll keep an eye on him. But Arizona would love for him to really be able to put everything together this year and there certainly is the possibility. Now, Christian Young, obviously going with Jed Fish to Media Day, one of the uh, captains of the team, one of the leaders of the team. What is his role then? Because 
Last year, it always felt like they were coaching staff was trying to figure out a little bit of a role for him where it felt like at times he was lost in the secondary, but he wasn't quite able to utilize some of the big hits that he can that he's known for. Is he going to be able to blanket a tight end this year? Is he going to be able to help out in the back end of the secondary with big hits? Can he emerge as an all-conference guy? Physically, again, he looks the part. The coaching staff has a great deal of trust in him. Can he be that next guy? We're going to find that one out. And then another guy, DJ Warnell, UCLA kid, um, transfer, emerged late in camp, long, angular. We'll see what he can provide. But again, was kind of an afterthought going into camp, and he emerged towards the end and looked like a guy that uh, could certainly find his way into the starting lineup. So we'll keep an eye on all of that. But that's kind of how your defense is uh, structured right now. You're looking at a 4-2-5, and at the 4-2-5 position, You've got the guys that uh, you've got to have good players in the secondary. And if you can find a Hunter Eccles, if you can find a a uh, Jalen uh, Harris to maybe get seven or eight sacks, at that point, you're starting to work with something right there. So we'll keep you certainly up to date on that. We're going to talk about the special teams in just a second. But again, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Here's the deal. You put down five bucks or excuse me, you put down a deposit, you can get up to $1,000 in free plays. 21 and up, Arizona only. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. I'm a big fan of the over of two and a half wins for Arizona this year. That is going to be my DK pick of the week, over two and a half, because I think having a good quarterback in play is going to take it, will build up some of the problems that Arizona was lacking last year. And I just look for this team to be able to pick off a couple, maybe one or two games out of conference. Then you got ASU, you got Colorado, you got games like that you should win. So again, I'm going the over two and a half on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, as my, as my pick. All right, now special teams is a place that Arizona should be pretty good at this year. And it obviously starts with Ostendorp at the punter position. He's first team all conference preseason, and he is going to possibly be an NFL player. He should emerge as one of the better players in the conference at his position. And maybe again, one of the better players in the country, he should be a huge weapon for Arizona. And then at the kicker position, you got Tyler loop last year. He was perfect on field goals attempts uh, from, uh, I believe a 14 of 14 with a long of 42. He's back. You're hoping that he can keep that field goal rate at about 90% or above and also be able to maybe bring that range out a little bit. But from the kicking spots, for the first time in a while, you feel pretty good if you're the U of A. And then as a kick returner, there's multiple candidates, but you kind of hope that a guy like a speedy Luke would emerge just with his athleticism, his ability to game break. But I expect, again, I mean that's your breakdown on offense and defense. I expect, though, Arizona to be greatly improved this year, even if it doesn't necessarily show on the wins or losses, but over two and a half. We're going to be back tomorrow with you talking with Jason Shear from a Wildcat Authority, getting football, everything you need to know, uh, breakdowns from media day. We'll be back with you. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.